week one! Welcome to Idiots on the Mic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. My name is Liam. I am here with my two co-hosts, Will and Sam. Sam, how you doing today? We're doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I, as you can tell from the intro, I am ecstatic for week one to be here, finally. NFL season only two days away. Indeed. We're recording Tuesday evening. Will, how is your Tuesday evening going? Tuesday evening is great. Because Thursday, my Dallas Cowboys, yes, I own them. They're my Cowboys, are going to beat the Bucks. Wow. In the under is a lock. <laughs> In the under is a lock. That is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw some uh, pretty interesting projections for Zeke's rushing yards. <laughs> In- infinite. Infinite rushing yards. It, it's very impressive. Infinite. A little bit less than infinite, but he's pretty close to that. It's pretty impressive if he would be able to get infinite rushing yards in a finite amount of time. Hey, if anyone could do it, Zeke could. That would mean that he'd be traveling at infinite speed. Or he's just time traveling. Yeah, well, in that case, the time is no longer finite. Either way, we're going to win the game. Yeah, well, anyways, anyways. <laughs> and here it is, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Physics on the Mic. Uh, welcome to Physics on the Mic, where we talk, we take physics to football. Yeah. Well, I, football definitely is a physics-heavy game, just not normally <laughs> regarding time travel. Yeah. I think we have talked... Henry, that is the I, so I'd like to say that we've talked more about physics than we should for an entire yeah. football season. Yeah, that's uh, actually I would love to talk about the physics of Derrick Henry running over a man. That that is like that is Josh just, Norman would not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he did not enjoy that physics lesson that Derrick Henry gave to him. I don't know if you guys uh, saw that tweet that I sent about Derrick Henry stiff arming the practice squad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. yeah. The Titans apparently uh, have lined up entire practice squads. Uh, well, not entire practice squads, but it, like practice squad members, uh, like on the ground, and they just have to lunge at Derrick Henry as he's running past, as instead of stiff arming dummies. That is, uh, that is the worst job in the world. I would say. I think I would do that job though. Yeah, but you get paid a lot of money to do it. That's I fair. think I'd do it for free. I wouldn't. Um, you can do it for free. I'll get paid. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the NFL minimum salary. Was it six hundred thousand dollars a year? No, it, uh, well, your practice squad, so it's uh, six thousand five hundred dollars a week. I will still take six thousand five hundred dollars a week. I'd yeah. still do it for free. <laughs> yeah, you can. I'll get paid like one hundred and fifty grand. Actually, that's what it is for a rookie. Um, I'll do it for free if you've been in the league longer. I think the veteran minimum is higher, but I don't know. It is. I don't know. Is it what if somehow I stop Derrick Henry stiff arm, and I get signed to the Titans? No, but see, if here's you the stop thing: the stiff arm, you're getting cut. Yeah, well, that yeah, because you're they're not like trying to tackle him. All they're doing is they're lunging towards his legs, and he just has to stiff arm. So I know, but what if he tries to stiff arm me, and I just tackle the shit out of him? You'd get you're cut. You'd, they would stop having you participate in that drill. Like it's not. 
No, Derrick Henry himself would be like, sign this man. He's the only one that can stop my stiff arm. Yeah, sign this, what, five foot eight hundred and forty pounds? Hey, 170, <laughs> thank you, sir. Five foot eight, however, is, is pretty accurate. Pretty generous. Excuse me, Sam. You can't run 20 yards without falling down, so don't talk to me. You can't be taller than me. <laughs> You're both idiots. And welcome hey, to Idiots on the Mic. Mic. Yeah, right. Oh my goodness. Um, All right. Let's get into the news. Yeah, breaking news. Uh, so actually, we do have some breaking news here. Latavius Murray was just released by the Saints. Uh, and in about five minutes time, we'll get another notification that will say he'll get picked up by the Ravens. But uh, I suspect this means that they like, uh, what was it? Tony Davis, right? Who's the... Tony Jones, baby. Tony, Tony Jones. Jones. Tony Jones. Uh, I think that the that just means that they like him and, and like what he can do. So uh, moving on down the list, we have Justice Hill, torn Achilles. He is out for season. Bye-bye, Justice. So that Ravens backfield – actually, the Ravens offense just gets even thinner. Um, yeah, they're missing like all the starting wide receivers. Yeah, I think, I think Sammy Watkins is scheduled to start week one, but I think every single one of their wideouts was <laughs> – Dealing with injuries. Some point. Yeah. So start fire up your Mark Andrews because uh, he's going to get like a 75% target share week one. <laughs> um, Saquon Barkley is on target to play week one, as is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So those are two first-round picks or second-round picks that are likely to be in, in lineups. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, however... Uh, might see only punt return duty week one, dealing with a hamstring issue. So make sure to keep that on your radar if you have That him. doesn't make any sense to me. It's, Isn't that like a high-contact position? And also yeah. one where you're sprinting and like making sudden turns? I completely Not agree. Not if you only fair catch. I guess. Yeah, that's uh, fair. But even then... Don't, okay. Can't they get someone else out there to fair catch? Right? <laughs> They want to get him a little game action, you know. Oh yeah, I don't get that, but uh, just keep that in mind. It's he might like, be acting. Yeah, it's like saying Dak Prescott will start with a shoulder injury and he will only be involved in throwing plays. Yeah, like what? Uh, but that is that is actually um, a, a big issue for fantasy players because he could be listed as active for the game uh, and then not be doing anything worth your while in fantasy. So that is something to be concerned about. Speaking of Mark Andrews, he has a four-year, $56 million extension that he signed today. Yeah. Um, a man got paid. That is a lot of monies. I'll take that salary. I would I would do the Derrick Henry stiff arm dummy for that amount of money. They would sign me after I stop a stiff arm. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch it. Oh uh, back to here's Dak Prescott. Looks like he'll be ready for week one. Hell yeah. Uh, some other cowboys looking to miss time. Including Zach, Zach Martin. Yeah. That that is a big hit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still the unders a lock, the Cowboys are a lock. But that is a big hit if he cannot play. Zach Martin, in my opinion, affects Zeke the most. Oh yeah. <laughs> so G- uh, Jerry Jones came out and said, We're gonna test him fifty times a week to try to give him a couple negative tests. Because <laughs> Zach Martin's out for COVID. So I don't think Jerry Jones quite knows how that works. No, I don't think he does. Um <laughs> But he'll be darned if he doesn't try. Hey, I love the effort, though. Yeah, got to respect it. Got to respect it. Uh, and then Lyle Collins also 
could miss this week, which again, the biggest impact this has is on Zeke, in my opinion. I think Lyle Collins actually affects um, Dak a little bit more because that's going to be coming from the outside. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I but Dak is mobile he, enough, not really to matter. I think. I he's think. Seen a lot of quick releases week one. Yeah. Yeah. Looks so. have a scary good D line. Yeah. So it, eh, it'll be average at best. <laughs> Tell that to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Tell that to the man who ran 500 yards in the Super Bowl. Just get his cardio in. Yeah. yeah. Dak Prescott's going to have to run 500 yards. Yeah, his ankle's not really ready to run 500 yards. No, it is not. So I but just, Cowboys yeah, are a lock. The end is a lock. No, Benanucci sucks. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather put Tony Pollard behind center. Hey, than you guys Benanucci. should trade for that Andy Dalton guy. I hear, yeah. I hear he's uh, he's got a starting job. A good one too. Yeah, he's on the worst team in the NFL. He's <laughs> on the Texans. Nope, he's on the Bears. Yeah, I think you'd have a hard time arguing the Texans aren't the worst team in the NFL. Um, but week one, they're going to beat the Jags. No, they're That's not. True. Yes, they are. <laughs> Uh, moving back to the news, DeAndre Swift should play week one, uh, although he could be limited in the number of touches. Basically, again, fire up your TJ Hawkinsons. A lot of a lot of tight ends in the fourth or fifth round of your fantasy draft that should be getting hot starts. Um, yeah, uh, this isn't really that surprising. Dan Campbell said he may be ready week one, but even then they won't know how much he'll be ready to play. Yeah, and Dan Campbell also might have been arrested for arrest for trying to eat a bunch of kneecaps in Detroit. Uh, it's uh, just a rumor that I heard, though. So, moving on down, we have Trey Lance. Uh, could miss more than seven days. Uh, he was projected to miss seven days. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It could be missed more than the projected seven days um, with that chipped finger. Uh, long term, I don't think that this is going to be an issue, but until that finger is not having enough pain to, to play, that could be a problem. And this could affect their red zone game plan. So, Yeah, I, hey. did, I did hear that those 49ers were considering a QBBC, or quarterback by committee, where they would bring in Trey Lance for packages, um, which of course would only confuse fantasy owners even more, but I would argue that would give the rest of the skill positions a bump up. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if Trey Lance gets healthy in time. I don't believe he'll be healthy in time for week one. Um, and week two, it'll be interesting to see if he comes back and what they do with that. So, all right, that will do it for our news and notes today. Uh, One piece of news. Oh, God. Non-related to the NFL. Oh, God. Okay. Roll clones, baby. Big game this yeah. week. Yeah, it's true. Cyclones. Well, shout out to the Cyclones. Yeah. Iowa State Cyclones. We are all Iowa State graduates. Uh, so there I is... I think you all know that we have Iowa State winning. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa State game, right? Big game of the... Yes. Yeah, nine versus ten seed in the updated rankings. Yeah, it's gonna be a really oh, solid game. Did we move down to ten? We fell down to nine. I was at ten. Uh, I, okay, we're still ahead of Iowa. That's all I care about. Uh, we'll see after this week. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of future NFL players, actually, not more than a couple. There's gonna be a fair amount. Um, in that game, yeah. Yeah, Brees Hall, uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, you guys, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, keep guys to keep an eye out if you're looking at dynasty drafts for next year. Uh, 
And uh, the tight end for the Cyclones, too. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. Kohler? Kohler? Something like that. Andrew? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Google it. Uh, today our main charlie kohler charlie kohler that's it charlie have a good game buddy he's a beast you can tell we're really hardcore fans (laughs) go roll clones baby Uh, (laughs) all right next up we have our best and worst divisions but this time we're hunting running backs and uh there's some pretty hot takes in here um, but I think we'll, we'll get into it. Will, why don't we start with you? What's your best? Oh, we're going best. Best. I am doing, of course, the absolute best. The NFC East, the beast is the best. You you got Zeke, you got Saquon, you got Miles Sanders, and you got Antonio Gibson. All of which are very good starters in the league. Uh, not to mention Zeke and Saquon have proved to be the best at, at points. Um, and Gibson is had a good season last year after being hurt the first year. And Miles Sanders has shown he can he can definitely be a starting back in the NFL. Brother man, Gibson was a rookie last year. Yeah, I thought he was hurt he in the was, first year. No, yeah, yeah. he was a rookie he was, last he was year. In, he was injured at points yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, he's still a good back, and my I still go by NFC East. He is a great back. Uh, look, I like the NFC East. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, when I was filling out my spot uh, for this, I had the NFC East for like a little bit, but I just I couldn't couldn't justify it given my pick. But I like it. NFC the only East weak spot is- I have is the Miles Sanders pick. That's yeah. That's the weakest part. I'm not a huge Sanders fan. I think there are a lot more good divisions than there are bad divisions when it comes to running back. Except for a couple, yeah. There's well, there's like two. Yeah, there's two very bad divisions. Like I yeah, said, I just I just couldn't justify putting the okay. NFC East ahead of my pick, which of course is the NFC North, solely because I believe that the NFC North has three running backs that can contend to be like in the top ten discussion, uh, and then you have a fourth running back who if we see healthy this year could put put himself into that category so you have obviously you have aaron jones who is a top tier running back uh, efficiency king uh he is a very excellent pass catcher and also a uh excellent runner um so obviously he's the top of the line there Uh, you have dalvin cook also a very efficient very good pass catcher very good runner um Again, top of the line running back. Dalvin Cook is going at the number two spot in your fantasy draft for a reason. He has that transcendent talent. So, obviously, a top of the line running back there. Then you also have David Montgomery, who David Montgomery has broken more tackles than anybody else since he got into the league. Uh, I really do believe that the 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 reason why Demont isn't considered in these top in the top category with Jones and cook is solely because of the bears offensive line. Um, it's horrendous. It's terrible. The Vikings because of their game plan and because of their offensive line have been able to, to generate those holes. Um, and the, the Packers have consistently had a good old line. Um, and I think we saw last year 
what Dave Montgomery can do when he gets the full workload and gets the receiving work like Cook and Jones have done. He was the RB4 over the back half of the year. Or actually, he was the RB4 in totality. He was one of the – I think he was like the RB2 over the back half of the year. So I think, uh, compare the, the... was the only RB that outpaced him in the second half of the season. Yeah, and then and then DeAndre Swift, right? He was he was solid last year, but again, you know, my take on Swift is just you need him to show that he can do it and stay healthy. Uh, and so if he stays healthy this year, uh, you could seriously see all four of these running backs being drafted in round one next year in your fantasy drafts. I think DeAndre Swift will be good, but I don't know if Detroit will use him heavily this year. Uh, their GM was the GM of the Rams when they drafted Todd Gurley. I think he kind of saw when they wasted his whole career when they sucked. Um, so I think that had a lot to do with the Jamal Williams signing there. Well, I, I disagree. They got to a Super Bowl on the legs of Todd Gurley. So. Well, yeah, but that was one of his last seasons, and that was when the Rams were finally good. Yeah, and yeah. also the issue with Todd Gurley was he had degenerative arthritis in his knee coming out of college. They that's a, That was a ticking time yeah. bomb. DeAndre Swift does not have that issue. I think that that was an exception to the rule. Todd Gurley would still be a productive running back in the league today had he not had that oh, if terrible if injury. Had two functioning knees, I would yeah. agree. So, I, think, uh, I think when you're looking at the NFC East and the NFC North, I think they're very comparable. I agree. Um, I think the way I kind of look at it is I think the NFC East is they need to prove themselves to be the NFC North. I would have picked the NFC North, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But you had them on your list, so I didn't pick them. I think the NFC East once is is very close to the NFC North with I think Antonio Gibson could very Take very well be away. where where David Montgomery is mm-hmm. um, or even better. And then I think Saquon and Zeke have proven to be those top four fantasy picks. Yeah. But just need to do it and stay healthy. And then Miles Sanders is kind of the, just a kind of just the anchor there. I don't think he's ever going to be great, but I don't ever think he's not going to be a starting running back. Yeah, I don't think that he's going to be. Um, He'll never be a three down back. Exactly. Sure. No. Yeah. But, but he, honestly, he's always going to have a place somewhere. They drafted Kenneth Gainwell, uh, mm-hmm. who was Antonio Gibson's backfield mate in college at Memphis, and he projects to be a really solid pass catching back compliment to miles sanders so actually i don't hate the eagles backfield this year in terms of per an nfl results i hate it for fantasy because neither one of the running backs are going to be consistently good running backs on a weekly basis if gibson takes a step forward this year uh, and gets some of the passing work he could be in that conversation of a first round pick style running back Easily. to your running back. Yep. Um, so Saquon to me is also just a little bit more questionable than Cook or Jones or Zeke. Um I am not a he's obviously he's shown to be yeah. the, the best running back in the league in my opinion. He's got I, the most talent, he's just got to stay healthy. I am still eh, I'm questionable on his injuries and still his out. talent is his build and his talent alone is that offense. Like, yeah. that's my question. I, yeah. I, I, I think that he is a really, really good running back. I just don't know if he's a transcendent talent who can transform an offense like Zeke did. Um, Are you saying that leg size is not everything? Because if it's leg size, he wins. Yeah. A man has tree chops. Well, if if it's leg size, then the NFC North has their own competitor. Have to say hello to AJ, AJ Dillon. Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, Sam. 
sell us. This is a hard sell for me, so please sell us on your pick. Because uh, an undervalued one, I'm picking the AFC West here. I mean, undervalued because they're bad. Sorry, continue. I mean, you have a top tier RB in Austin Eckler. I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire's, you know, people have a bad taste in their mouth with him after last season where they picked him early in the first and he was injured and maybe underproduced a little bit. But I still think he's a solid uh, three down RB. And then Melvin Gordon the third has been elite in the past. He didn't look bad by any means last year. And Javon is a high draft capital RB who looks to be good. And you have Josh Jacobs, who was a top RB last year, along with Kenyon Drake, who people have had high hopes for for a long time. Yeah, I, I look, I like Josh Jacobs. I like Javante Adams, uh, or Javante Adams, Javante Williams. <clears throat> um, I would like to point out that you gave me a bunch of, bunch of crap for drafting CEH at the 205, but uh, I did. now I apparently he's a... Now apparently he's a really solid three dot running back whose draft position fell because of uh, bad taste from last year. Yeah. Uh, and I like Austin Eckler. I just don't think that this group has the the top end do it all three down guy. Um, but obviously, you know, we had to pick three divisions, so I like this pick. I don't. I don't mind this pick. Um, to be honest, I think if you had to go for another one. I would have maybe gone AFC North. Um, there's some more question marks in there, but I don't mind this pick. I like Austin Eckler a lot. I like his ability to catch the ball as long as he can stay healthy. Um, yeah, I think in fantasy terms, this is not really a division I want to be a part of too much um, just because you got those two kind of committees in there possibly. Maybe Javante Williams takes it over. I don't know really their plan for Kenyon Drake, probably just to be kind of the receiving down back, I would imagine. Mm. I, I mean, Josh Jacobs, he was a really good RB last year. He didn't get a lot of the passing work, I think. I think they're going to dump that passing work, work off to Kenyon Drake, most likely. Yeah. I mean, he's going to fill – he'll make it some carries, but he's going to fill that Jalen Richard role that they've had for pretty much Josh Jacobs' whole career. So I think uh, he's being slept on a little bit this year. Yeah, and it's tough too. Actually, I really like Josh Jacobs as a pass catcher. I, I think he would be a really great three-down back. I just don't think that that is what – John Gruden wants to do, and of course, uh, when you're on the Raiders, uh, John, what John Gruden says goes. So, True. all right. Quick, quick, quick question for this: If J.K. Dobbins is healthy, do you put the AFC North in this in this group of three? Mm, no, with Harris, Chubb, and Hunt. But we haven't seen Harris play. Uh, yeah. Harris is a big question mark. Hey, yeah, that's yeah. Is too, so I will, I will say that. Both those guys. But at least, at least, at least on the, at least on the, the Broncos, you have Melvin Gordon that can't take the job if Williams yeah. is bad. Yeah, and he's shown to be a top RB in the league in the past. Yeah. He looked yeah. good last year. Also, I think Joe Mixon has something to prove. Yeah. Uh, he does too. Yeah, he's been hurt a lot, and uh, he also has been behind bad offensive lines in the past. His O line's not going to improve that much this year, but it should get at least a little bit better. So. Um, I think uh, the biggest thing for Mixon is there's no Bernard now on that offense, so yeah. he will be hitting all the work. Yeah, and they they got they lost their tackle last year, their rookie tackle, um, to uh, ACL injury. So they're getting that back, and that's going to be a a big improvement. Hopefully, um, still can't believe they didn't take. <laughs> you know, Penesuel is not good in pre- preseason either. So 
Yeah, he but as, he looked about as bad as Chase says. I'd rather have a a a mediocre lineman than a mediocre wide receiver. You know, same. You can fix drops. Hopefully, hopefully, I, I have hope for both of them. To be quite honest, they what are you both... gonna do? Glue? How do you fix drops? They can't catch. They can't catch. <laughs> no, that's a mental thing. I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase can catch the football. He's proven that. Um, it's a mental thing and he'll get better as time goes on i think unless it's another roberto agallo situation where just absolutely gets knocked out of the league by a mental situation so all right moving on down to our worst running back divisions will why don't you start us off i was surprised to see that this was not taken by the time i got to the show doc um i think the afc east is the clear choice there Considering they don't really have a stud. And, I mean, you got Zach Moss, the Bills. You got Miles Gaskin. He's the best one in that division, obviously. Um, and then you got uh, Damian Harris on the England, on New England. And then for, is LaMichael, is LaMichael Carter, is he the starter for the, the Jets? Uh, it's Michael Carter. Not you're thinking of Lamichael P. Ryan. Michael P. Ryan. That's right. Also, he, I believe on the Jets. He's um, a running back on the Jets too. I didn't know who the starter was there. Yeah, um, uh, I agree. The AFC East is 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 a tough division. It is Tevin Coleman actually and Ty Johnson who are starting for the New York Jets. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, Tevin Coleman was good on the Falcons. He. He's obviously not a three-down back, but yeah, he's just. He's, I still just there's there's no stud in that group. There's at no, all. I, Damian Harris is is easily the best back in that group, and yep. um, in my opinion, he should be really good this year. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll just be interesting to see how much workload he gets, and then also another guy I like in this group is is Miles Gaskin. Obviously, the the Dolphins liked him enough to not invest a pick first round pick in Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. So in my opinion, they have confidence in Gaskin. We'll see again uh, where the workload gets distributed, but it'll be interesting. I don't think that Gaskin is necessarily bad. I just think that he's worse than anyone in any of the divisions that we've chosen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. He likes the top end talent. And then the the Bills, I mean, it's their running back game is atrocious. I mean, they could have good RBs, but they'll never get used, so it doesn't no. matter. Yeah, no. well, that and also I I don't both Moss and Singletary have proven to be, um, just not exceptional. You know, they've no. been they've been solid, but they're just not. Singletary had that one year several years ago. Yeah, that was about was, it. Two years usable. ago, where he was the only RB. Yeah, and, and even then, he didn't really shine. He was just. Whatever. It was okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this division uh, ranks out. Um, again, I think that Damian Harris kind of fills that top role in this division. He's definitely the leader of the division, but so even then, that's he's still probably going to split work. Yeah. He's not. I'm interested to see confident. how much James White and Ramondre Stevenson are used. So. All right, moving on down to my pick, I have the NFC West. And the reason why I have the NFC West is very similar to the AFC East. It's because there's really no top-end talent. 
Chris Carson is okay. I think he's a solid running back. Um, but in my opinion, he's just a Devin Singletary, Zach Moss kind of guy who has gotten the full workload um, of a team. You know, he's been solid. He's been, you know, serviceable, a volume runner, but he's also been hurt a lot. So Chase Edmonds and James Conner, neither one of those names provokes excitement, in my opinion. Chase Edmonds has looked great as a three-down scat back, satellite back type, type player, um, and I think could do really well with that, but he's not going to be able to take the full workload, in my opinion. Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle combined for, again, another just lackluster backfield. Uh, neither one of them uh, provoke excitement. And uh, we finish up here with probably the best running back in the division, Raheem Mostert. But he just can't stay healthy. Uh, he's lightning fast. Um, yeah. And he uh, had the fastest run, I believe, last year. Mm-hmm. I think, I think had he had the, last... the top two, actually. Yeah. He's, he's had the top two. And then he's also had the fastest run over the last two years. So, like, it, it's just he is lightning fast. He just needs to stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Trey Sermon should be solid, but remains to be seen. And I don't think that we can count on any rookie pick. Um, outside of Najee Harris to, to really produce at a high level. So that's kind of my take on that. It's just that, again, lacking that top-end talent and two of these backfields I am just completely out on this year. And, uh, I don't fault you at all for not wanting any part of the Cardinals and the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, even the Niners, that scares me because – If you a- had to be a part of one, who would you be a part of? I mean, Rams or the – Seattle. Seattle. Wait, no, 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 out of, out of the two question marks. Rams and Cardinals? Uh, yeah. Give me, I, give me the Rams. Uh, see, I'm the opposite. Give me... I think give me the Cardinals. Yeah, give I, me the Cardinals. Just because the draft value is is, give me, is there. That may be, but give me Daryl Henderson because I think he will see... He's more guaranteed for workload than any of the other guys on that list. Yeah, that, that's think fair. It, I, I just think... Yeah, that, I think with that, the, the type of league, because if it's PPR, I like Chase, Chase Edmonds uh, receiving work. Yeah, Chase Edmonds is also going around later, so I I also think that that value kind of helps out because there's a chance that Sony Michelle sees a large portion of the groundwork, and yeah. Daryl Henderson might get hurt. He's not been healthy a lot. He's had that issue. We'll see. Yeah, uh, if he stays healthy, really, he could be really solid value in the fourth round. I am just scared of the Cardinals' backfield. I. Chase Edmonds or James Conner, they could turn out to be a really good value, but yeah, James Conner should get a lot of the each other's workload too much. Yeah, I, the the Chase Edmonds pick is more of a um, that is a weekly explosion in your flex play, right? That is a pick where you are yeah, kind of yeah, it is, it is, it's a great best ball play. Um, but it's that's a pick in my opinion where you know you're putting him in your flex and you're hoping for you know he catches three touchdowns or two touchdowns out of the backfield. It's a distinct mm-hmm. possibility. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if he does, then would you look at that? You you blew up and you got the week. The floor, though, is he gets like three catches for like 25 yards and then gets like four or five carries, and now you're looking at four and a half points, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, that'll – um. And then Sam, uh, just to reiterate here, you had the AFC East as well. Yeah, Yeah, we went through that. Really, there's only two divisions that are not good. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. 
So, okay, now we move on to our weekly matchups. We have our week one matchups to go through. We have the back half of these. We start off, of course, with this lightning game. Just absolutely electric, top of the line. Jets at Panthers. I mean, it could be. Zach Wilson looks good, and Darnold has been ungasified. You never know. <laughs> ungasified. I like that. So I have here, I have the Panthers winning this I matchup. The, I picked the Jets. I I feel like people are forgetting how good Christian McCaffrey is. Yeah. I have the Panthers as well. I mean, he is he was very good, yes. But when they gave him however many touches, when they dumped it off to him the whole season, they picked seven. I I'm not going to argue with that, but I also think that they upgraded. They have upgraded significantly at other positions since then, right? Okay. Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than old Cam Newton or uh, Teddy Bridgewater, at least in my uh, opinion. Has Sam Darnold shown you enough in the past to think that he is better right now than Zach Wilson, based on what you've seen in the preseason? <sighs> I I don't. I just think he's more talented. Right now, I think he's a veteran. Or yeah. at least he's played, I, that's he's played I, some yeah. NFL games. I think, I, yeah. think, I think that this is what's going to happen. Sam Darnold is going to outplay Zach Wilson week one, but I don't think that Zach Wilson is less talented than Sam Darnold. I think that Sam yeah. Darnold is less talented than Zach Wilson, but I think Sam Darnold also has the advantage of being in the league for four years. And being on a better in a better team, I mean – that too. He, I would I would much rather take especially since the James, players around. Yeah. We didn't mention yeah, this in the news, but Jamison Crowder's players. out for this week. He's likely out for week 1. So I, I didn't mm. see that. Um, yeah, so that's a that's a huge safety net that Zach Wilson is going to miss out on. Now he still has Corey Davis and Elijah yeah, Moore. He has Corey Davis uh is Elijah Moore playing week 1? Yes, should be. Okay, he is. Right. Well, who's going to run the football on that team? Yeah. yeah. We Tevin, just we just got done saying that that's the Tevin worst. Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Tevin Coleman Ty Johnson. and Ty Johnson. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we just got done calling them the worst running backs. I I take Sam Darnold in the in the Panthers' offense over. Yeah. And the Panthers' O line's pretty Jack good Wilson. too. So, all yeah. right, what, what, we gotta we gotta get the line in here though. All right, all right. G- give me your guesses, gentlemen. Um, I think that the, the Panthers, Panthers are favored, are favored by six points, two point five. And the over/under on this game is probably going to be pretty high. Six points, Sam. Yeah. Ooh, that's a hot take. I think the Jets are big underdogs. No, Panthers by two point five, and I'll take a forty-seven point five over/under. I'm thinking forty-two and a half. Oh, all over the place. All right, so the Panthers are favored by minus five and a half. I was pretty close. And pretty close by Sam and. The over/under is forty-five. Right I there. like the over a lot I in that game. Yeah. I like the under. No, I like. I the like under. the over. I think both those. I don't think the Jets are going to be able to stop CMC, and I think if they do, it's going to allow Sam Darnold to throw the ball. And I think Zach Wilson's talented enough to score a couple times. Yeah, I agree. I think they're on the Panthers' defense. That's not great. Yeah, it's not good. It's not bad. We'll get a few touchdowns, but let's see how JC Horn turns out. Neither, True. Those, neither of those offenses inspire me early in the season. 
Oh no, no. I love uh, the Panthers' offense this year. I think them going against each other is is good because yeah. neither of their defense is great, and yeah, the Jets, especially the Jets, you get to play the Jets' defense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like the over forty-five, and that is is a pretty good. Wait, so they're five and a half point favorites. Yeah. They are. That is. Yeah. Disgusting. All right. Well, well I'd still so. take the over, and I still think that the Panthers cover that. Yeah. I, oh, really? Yeah, I would take the Jets. I, I picked. Up I think they win by a touchdown. No, I would take the Jets for that. Yeah. All right. Moving on down. Now we have the Cardinals at the Titans, and I think, I think we have a pretty chalk pick here in terms of the winner. But why don't we go ahead and see the or try and guess the line here? So, I'm gonna say that the Titans are favored by four and a half points, and I like that. I was gonna say four points, and then I'm gonna say that the over under is probably in the neighborhood of forty eight and a half. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Wow! All right, so we are we are pretty much in agreement on this one. Which... And you guys are saying you, a, you're you're going for the Titans, I imagine. Then you think the Titans are going to win this game? Titans yes. by four point five. I think I think the game's going to be pretty close. I would not be surprised if the Cardinals win this game. I wouldn't be surprised either, but but I, I will pick the Titans. But I'm not. I would not be shocked. I'm winning by a, more than a field goal. Yeah. So the Titans are three point favorites. Okay, so we were close. And the over-under is 52 and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> a little high. A little I, high. I love the game. I love the offenses, but I think 52 and a half is – that's I – don't, I don't mind the under in that pick at all. That's a lot of points. Especially for a team that loves to run the ball in the second half if they have the lead. Well, even if they don't, really. Yeah, true, even if they don't. Yeah, that's a that is an aggressive, yeah, aggressive line. I I I get, I get it though. Like if Julio and AJ Brown are both I mean, healthy, even still, the Titans are a very efficient offense with their passes. That's what I'm saying. Is like if Julio and AJ play. Brown are there and Tannehill's there, you know, they've been dealing with COVID issues a lot. But I mean, they're running a similar offense to the Arthur Smith offense. They did yeah. hire in house. Exactly. I'm basing that everything off this, but the Cardinals could be a good pick because. We really don't know exactly what the Titans' offense is going to be. Yeah, that's fair. I, I still I I question the over on the fifty two and a half. That is it doesn't uh, surprise me because the Titans don't really have good DBs. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, Kyler Murray could be leading an, an explosive yeah. offense. I just also he could be. I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury to be quite honest. So I don't either, but I believe in Kyler Murray. That's fair. So, and Mr. Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Hey, put some respect on AJ Green. <laughs> He's there. He can he can eat some targets. He's there. I think this. that's the best thing you can say about <laughs> AJ there. Green at this point. He is there. He will draw coverage, not double coverage, but at least single coverage. All right. Yeah, they're gonna put a guy on him, Sam. <laughs> they're gonna let him run huh? away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He said. will draw oh, single he... coverage, quote, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> He's good enough that they're going to have to put a guy on him. No shit. I mean, hey, if you or I played in the NFL, we would not, we would not draw coverage. I Somebody, if they would put a guy on us, they're not going to let us no. run loose. If he, if he's on an NFL roster, I should hope to God that they cover him in coverage. 
my <laughs> god, that is. I've a... seen some bad plays where they haven't. I've a hot take. I've hot heard take some hot takes, but that was pretty bad. All right, moving on down. We have the Browns at the Chiefs in what I think will be one of the most interesting games to watch this week. Um, the Browns are coming in here to me as my AFC Super Bowl favorites. So this, I think, is Ooh. going to be the kind of determining fact, the litmus test, per se, of if that take is going to be absolute garbage by the end of the year. Um, because I think that the Browns just have a really solid all-around team. They finally have an offseason for Odell and Baker to actually get in line and, you know, line up on some of their synergies that they clearly have not had in the past. <laughs> um and and the Browns added a lot of really solid talent in the draft. They drafted my favorite draft pick, Jeremiah Owosu Karamoa. Um like the eighteenth round. In the second, I think. So like he was my top rated linebacker coming into the NFL draft. Uh so I, I really I think that they've added a lot of solid talent and I think they'll surprise week one. So I have I the mean, Chiefs as like a four and a half point favorite. Sam, I'll let you take yeah, your I shot. Say the Browns, uh, they added a lot of good players on defense. And their offense will be about this what it was last year. I think it, it'll be a good offense. But despite all that, I just like the Chiefs' offense more than I like the Browns' defense. The Chiefs' offense is hard to bet against. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs, in general, are hard to bet against. They have a solid defense, I, too. I think the Chiefs win this game, too. I think it's it's my... it's. The game I'm looking forward to watching the most, except for the Cowboys game. I mean, um, if we're going to be honest, I feel like if you pick the Chiefs every week for the last two years, they you would be right more often than you were wrong by a large margin. Well, yeah, they win that definitely is, more games is, than they lose. That is how winning teams yeah. work, Sam. That is almost a hot take like you yeah. should probably guard a guy that's on the NFL roster. Yeah. Should probably cover him. He's a wide receiver in the NFL. Sam, pick I, I, I winning you. teams on your bets. Yeah. Wow, hot take! God damn, Sam. This is why we have you on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> they have won like I think two thirds of their games while underdogs. Sam, do you think they win games because they have their cornerbacks cover wide receivers? No. Could that be one of the reasons? No. Could be. I think they win games because their these other teams' cornerbacks can't cover theirs. Well, that's true too. That's yeah. true too. All right. So, I what was your line, Sam? Um, I think the Chiefs are. Five and a half point favorites. Okay. Over under of forty nine and a half. Yeah, I have Chiefs four point five favorites, and then over under. Uh, I'll go fifty point five. So the over under is fifty five. Oh, wow, it's a little high there. I, I could see it though. I could see it. That's the Patrick Mahomes effect. Yeah. And then the line. Also, Patrick Mahomes' effects is a full touchdown in favor of the Chiefs. Plus seven. Wow. We I think there's a lot of money to be made in that game somewhere. Bet yeah. the uh, I I need. Oh, dang, I can't. I'm yeah. so, the under so, is a. I'm not gonna say the under is a lock because the only under that's a lock is the Cowboys Bucks. I really, <laughs> I hate you. I really <laughs> am so upset right now that I can't bet where I'm at. <laughs> Curse you, Wisconsin. But, oh man, Will, who's your who's your pick to win that game? Uh, I think the Chiefs win the game. Um, 
I think it's my favorite game to watch. I think it should be a really good game. Yeah. Um, I don't think they win it by a touchdown. I think they win it by a field goal. Maybe six points. I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm interested to um, see how the Chiefs Revenge Tour comes comes about. Like, yeah. How how I mean, how much of a tear is, is there? Now. I know that's what I'm saying. Like they they have definitely improved since last year in terms of their roster. The I do think the under in that game is solid. is probably the best bet so their far. Their defenses are too good in my opinion. I don't know honestly. The I Chiefs defense and the Browns defense are both really solid. Same thing about that. You have to score. Each of both teams have to score 27 points. In order to hit that over, or the Chiefs Chief score forty-two, and yeah, you yeah. score forty-two points in the first half. It's not hard to hit the over. Uh, it, it's just it, it's always scary to bet the to bet an under against Patrick Mahomes. But if you're ever gonna do it, I like this one. Yeah. All right, moving on down, we have a classic division rivalry: the Dolphins at the Patriots. Uh, in what should be an interesting test early on of how good Mac Jones is. So And Tua. And Tua. I was going to say Tua is a big test there too, in my opinion. I would agree. So uh, a duel of young quarterbacks here. I have the Dolphins winning this game. I think that the Dolphins are probably favorites. I'm going to go with plus. I'll take three and a half point favorites for the Dolphins. Um, so minus 3.5. Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, you get- I'm, I'm bad at the betting so um and then i'll take uh i'll take the over under at 43 and a half and i think it's gonna be a close game um i just think the patriots defense will have improved because they get a lot of holdouts back and i think their offense looks a lot better this year without cam at the helm Hmm. Uh, i'm picking the patriots i think their offense looks better in terms of fantasy, but I I don't know about on the field effectiveness. We'll see. I agree. I like Mac Jones's effectiveness. Jones in ten interceptions last season. That's yeah, but he also did. ran the football a lot. Like he yeah, scored a lot of rushing touchdowns. It was ugly play. It was ugly play. Um, what you have the line at, too? Uh, I'm picking the Patriots to be one and a half point favorites. I think it's gonna be real close. And over under of. 41 and a half. So, Liam, you were spot on in one of them and horribly wrong in the other. Oh, no. The Patriots are three-point favorites. Oh, God. Really? And the over-under is 43 and a half. Okay, so I was dead on on the over-under. Dead on on the over-under, and you had the wrong team on the the over. Yeah, I I think. Wow. Honestly. They're saying that two teams are basically even is what that over-under says. Or the, not the over-under. The no. Line. No, 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 no. No. Uh, basically, no. even would be Patriots like by 0. .5 or something like 0. that. 0.5, yeah. Even as 0. .5 or 1.5 could be like a home field advantage or a player's injured or a point player's injured. Uh, they're saying that the Patriots this is the Bill should Belichick win this game. Effect. Yeah, this is the, yeah, this is the Bill is. Belichick at Gillette Stadium effect. I, 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 actually, I, I think the I game's really... more of a coin flip. I would agree. Um, I also like if you are a, a riskier better, uh, that three point separation could be uh, quite nice. Uh, I think that if this game is going to go in the Patriots' favor, it's going to come down to a matter of less than a field goal. So, yeah, or a field goal or less, I should say. In which case, the 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 betters out there, I hope that when you see a line of three points. 
you'll buy the juice in whichever direction you want. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I think you're if, if you're if you're gonna take that to three point five or two point five, whichever team you pick. Yeah. Um, Will, who do you have winning this game? Um, I do have the Patriots winning that. Okay. Uh, I think it's literally the only reason I'm picking this is one I don't like Tua, and two Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick. Yeah, I don't like Tua either, to be quite honest with you. But I'm warming on at least giving him a chance. So yeah. All right, <clears throat> Broncos at Giants in what should be a um, very entertaining matchup, to say the least. We have. I don't think it'll be entertaining. Oh, I think it will. In the I worst do not want to watch way. this game. I think yeah. it'll be entertaining in the worst possible way. We'll be watching a shit show. Well, actually, I will watch it because I do want to see what the Denver backfield is like. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So I, I have the Broncos winning this game based off of every position of their roster except for the quarterback position. Yeah. Um, I think that they – well, and the running back position because, you know, Saquon. But um, I, I just think that they have a really solid overall roster, and I think that they come away with this game – I probably would also project that Vegas agrees with me. So I'll take Broncos as two and a half point favorites. Uh, And then I will also have the over under relatively low as both of these defenses are pretty solid. So I will set the over under at, I'll go 43 and a half again. Sam, what do you got? I I will say I have the, I think actually the Giants might win this game. Uh, I, and that's more of a Saquon effect for me. Hmm. Um, if he plays, I think that all depends on if he plays or not. If he doesn't play, I like the Broncos. If he plays, I like the Giants. Yep. I I picked the Giants purely because I think Daniel Jones offers more upside than Teddy Bridgewater to the Giants. Uh, see, here's the thing. Uh, I think Daniel Jones equal sign Mitch Trubisky. So. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying he doesn't have worse downside, but I think he's got a better upside to it. I could agree with that. Yeah, I, I I think that the the fumbling issue that plagued Daniel Jones over the last two years uh, is not going to get better when he has to face a pass rush that has Von Miller and Nick, uh, not Nick Chubb, Bradley. Chubb. Those defense is no joke. It might, yeah, it and they have cornerbacks, issue, Kyle Fuller, Kyle Fuller, and who is the cornerback that they drafted? Certain. Uh, yeah, I'm to go to the damn Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. As you as know I'm why? Because he's a damn good quarter. Because he's good. He's a damn good corner. They have. I would argue that they have two of the best corner, if not the best corner position in the league. And they have two of the best pass rushers. I think Daniel Jones turns the ball over multiple times. I take. Um, I, I, think take. The, I think the Giants wide receiver room is one of the deepest in the league. Yeah, what you got for the line, Sam? Um... That's a, that's a hard thing. Oh, no, he's going to say tie. Oh, God. No, no. Yeah, I'm going to say tie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Liam, Liam, why don't you give the line here? Because I need to ponder this one for a moment. Yeah, I have Broncos plus 2.5. Yeah. Or Broncos minus 2.5 and uh, 43.5 as my over-under. Sam, there have been some awful takes from our end on yeah. guessing these. Yeah. So do not no. think this. Yeah, list. don't Giants think too 15, hard. Giants 15. I'm going to say Giants uh, 0.5 favorites. Okay. Okay. Uh, and over under 41 and a half. Oh, All right. The over under is 42. Very low. 
I still think it might go under. And the line is Broncos three-point favorites. Wow. Wow. Okay. I so think that game's more of a coin flip, too. I was I was kind of dead on with the um, – I, I would take the under in this game, too. I think this is like a 17-13 finish because I yep. don't think that either team's offense holds on to the ball, to be quite honest with you. Um, and I think you see a lot of really good defensive plays. So it will be interesting to see. Uh, like I said, should be a, a pretty entertaining game to watch if you like maybe, bad football. Maybe the Broncos get a few scores just because they get the ball in good field position. You never know. That could be true. Potential. Maybe maybe Saquon breaks a couple away, though, if he plays. Could be. Uh, All right. Packers at Saints in what should be a very interesting early, early matchup. Now, I filled this out, uh, and I'm now questioning my pick here. Um, I filled this out, and then I changed my pick after the starter in the venue has been announced. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm curious. Um, so the Saints, this game will not be played in New Orleans due to Hurricane Ida. This will instead be played in Jacksonville, in the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Because uh, they will be in... know is uh, Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite. I, <laughs> he's very upset that the pool is... Uh, so active he just can't handle it so (laughs) he actually has a terrible record in jacksonville that's funny um regardless i i picked the saints here i think the saints are also probably oh actually i don't think that they are i would imagine the packers are favorites and i would say it's a fairly neutral venue now actually i'm going to i'm going to change my pick here i'll take the packers on this one and I think that this is going to be a Packers plus 4.5. No, minus, minus 4.5. 4.5. I, I'm going to keep doing that. That I'm going to yeah. keep doing that. Packers minus 4.5. And I will take uh, the over-under all set at 48.5. Samuel? Uh, I think the Packers are probably five-point favorites. And... I want to say the over-under is, I'm going to say 50. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I do not think this game will be close. I honestly think the Packers could blow the Saints out of the water in this game. Um, the Sa- the Packers are four-point favorites. Okay. And the over-under is 50. Sam nailed it. Nice. Nice. I mean, we were both really close on both of those. Yeah, so. on both. Yeah. I, I worry. Um, I fear that this is going to be a very – traumatic season for bears fans watching the packers go on this giant revenge tour yeah it's sort of this like last dance last season. yeah so um and then the saints also you know it's there should be a good team but i i just don't think that they have i, I mean it will definitely be an upset if they win it's gonna be a big litmus test for Jameis winston that's for sure yep so all right Solid defense good offense now we have the sunday night game uh and the game i'm looking forward to the most not really <laughs> yeah a game that's likely also going to be hard to watch for bears fans man sunday is not going to finish well packers <laughs> packers at 325 and then the bears oh man it's the sunday night okay so the bears at the rams uh on sunday night football uh i have the rams winning this game um i am a bears fan but i also know the limits of fandom and I have the Rams at 
probably plus seven favorites. And minus seven. <laughs> no, the Rangers are seven point underdogs, but this can, they're going to blow them out. Yeah. <laughs> I this is underdog pick of the week. I hate the fact that that's how that works. It's dumb. It's really dumb. The Rams. I'm just gonna say it differently. The Rams are seven point favorites, and uh, my over under on this game is forty nine and a half. Really? Okay. Um, I picked the Bears to win just because I have to. It's uh, legally required. Respect it. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't want to go to prison. It's in my contract. Um, <laughs> and I think with who? Who? Exactly. It's the same contract I have with Derrick Henry that I won't tackle him to the ground if he tries to yeah. stiff arm me. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! It's in that contract. It's in the contract yeah. that I didn't even sign. It's the contract between Will and Derrick Henry. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Um. Anyways, I think the Rams are heavily favored. I think they are six and a half point favorites. I think the over-under is 48.5. All right. The over-under is 46. A little low. Yeah. And the Rams are 7.5 favorites. Yeah, minus so, 7.5. Yeah, um, that that I, game will I pick, be interesting. I think, the, I think the Rams win the game. Yeah. I actually don't mind taking the Bears to cover this. Yeah. Um, I could see the Rams winning by a field goal or maybe a touchdown. Uh, I don't see them winning by multiple scores. I think the Bears' defense is going to hold that close enough. Mm. And, and I don't like the Rams' running game. I love Matt Stafford, but I just don't like the Rams' running game. We were talking about it earlier. Um, and I think the def- I think defense is going to is going to come on here, and I think the Rams are going to shut down Andy Dalton. <laughs> if this was Week Eight or Week Nine, I would say I wouldn't mind taking the Bears to cover that spread. But yeah. the Bears' offensive line is going to be horrendous. Mm. Yeah, I would like to first off um, say a quick prayer for Andy Dalton, who was going to die on Sunday night. He's getting the Ben DiNucci treatment. He is. Hey, hey, hey! He's getting the the Andy Dalton from last year treatment. Somebody get this man an offensive line ASAP because he has not had one ever. When he gets when he gets hit by a personal foul, we'll come to defense. Yeah, he. Oh man, I feel terrible for him, Aaron Donald. I don't feel bad for him at all. Leonard Floyd are just going to be throwing him into the dirt over and over and over again. So it'll be. Aaron Donald might attack him with a knife. I know he's been practicing with those. Uh, And then final game. Abs and destroy him. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't need a knife. He could end that man's life. You know he practices with knives in the offseason, right? I have seen. Yeah, I've seen. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. uh, the last game of the week is the Ravens at the Raiders in what will be a very cool colored uniform contest. Um, that's about all that's cool about this game, to be honest. Yeah, especially with the Ravens offense dying uh, this week. Um, I personally, I still think the Ravens pull it out. Uh, I think that they're probably favored. Um, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put the line Ravens 3.5 favorites. Plus or minus, whichever way it actually is supposed to go. Uh, and then <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm going to actually set the line pretty low here uh, for the over-under. And I'm going to go with a 45.5 uh, over-under. Sammy, I'll jump in real quick. I, I think the Ravens are going to win this game. Um, I don't. I actually don't think it'll be a very entertaining game. Yeah, But I think yeah. the Ravens win it. 
pretty soundly. Yep. Yeah, I think it, it's going to be a boring game. I think, realistically, I think the Raiders have an outside shot. So, honestly, I don't hate this as a as an underdog pick. Yeah. If you're going to pull I mean, an upset, it, in, hell, you picked Vegas. the Bears to beat the Rams. Yeah. So, well, that's <laughs> even required. I don't think it's gonna yeah, be- he he had to do that. Otherwise, Derrick Henry could kill me. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> it's in the contract. Switching to the Rams. Oh fuck. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I I think that you know it's a Monday night game. They got to transition time zones, and on top of that, you're missing a lot of your offense. Time zones don't matter. Shut up, Sam. You can't call times because the time zone. I think they're gonna tie. It's- <laughs> They got an extended time zone point, you know. They're, it's a Monday night game, and they're missing a lot of their yeah, offense. Yeah, uh, Sam, it's also week one, and they don't have a preseason game, so they can they're probably be there, there now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they are going me, to eliminate the talk. Let, let's, yeah, let's, let's not talk about the fact that there's COVID, there's all this, there's yeah. injuries all through the Ravens. I time was zone. talking about the, ra- the injuries to the Ravens, and you guys were still focusing on the one thing I said in passing. Uh, <laughs> that, that time zone. That time zone's brutal. Yeah. It's Man, brutal. I don't even uh, – is, is Lamar Jackson going to be awake for the game? No, that jet lag no. might get him. Yeah, it'll be like what? Like 9 o'clock there? 10 o'clock? It, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be passed out. That's past my bedtime. That damn but, mountain time. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, mainly the injuries to the the Ravens. They lost Dobbins. They lose Justice Hill. They lose every wide receiver they have on the roster. Um, and I think the Raiders are just going to be a better offensive line. I don't think you could really be worse than what they were last year. Uh, yeah. That's what she got the line at? Um, I think the Ravens are two and a half point favorites. And... I think it's a 42 and a half point uh, over under. All right. So I'm going to lead this. I'm going to first, I'm going to say the Ravens are four point favorites. Oh, wow. And I'm going to lead this into my parlay lock of the century. Oh, God. With the, with the Cowboys under 52. And then where was that other one? I like the. Um, crap. Where'd it go? Oh, well, I like. The the under in the Ravens Raiders game, which is at fifty one. What fifty one? Fifty one. I think that is a lock. Oh wow! I could not have been more wrong on the over under. And then I think my our other lock was under fifty three for the Cardinals Titans game. I think that was the other one I had. Yeah. So. Nice. Uh, you parlaying all that, Will? Oh yeah, and I might even throw the Texans on there just for the hell of it. Oh no! If I were you, I'd throw the Broncos Giants under. Under 43 and a half. Oh, whatever. It was 42, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it was the. I, I think the Packers are going to win by. I think the Packers are going to cover. They're minus four. So I have your parlay here. You have Cowboys under 52. So that you're picking the Cowboys to cover the spread and remain under 52 as the total over under? Yes. So we got a two leg parlay in that one. We need. So Cowboys to cover eight points, which is the new spread for the Cowboys oh Bucks team. God. I need the. Under in that game, which is 52. Yep. And then I need the under in the Ravens game, which is under 51. Yep. Yeah, I, I would definitely take the under. I need the Packers to beat the Saints by more than four. I might juice that down to three. I don't know. Probably I'll stick with four. And then I'll probably also throw in the Broncos-Giants. 
Um, under 42. Okay. So, I'll be rich and I won't be on this podcast anymore. Yeah. Well, I think you're paying our salaries after you won that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good parlay. I have it. I have it written down in our in our doc. So we'll come back in the next. How time. many legs is that? Is that a six leg parlay? It's one, two, three, four, five. It's a five leg parlay. Is that with both legs in the Cowboys game? Yep. Okay, five legs. All right. Yeah. Confidence. Two legs. I only have two. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I, I think that's a, that's a good pick. The, the only thing I would add to that parlay is uh, uh, the Browns are going to be the Chiefs because that would make that parlay so much more money. Yeah, and then we might as well say the Bears are going to beat the Rams. Yeah, that's fair. And oh, are you going to throw anything on there? Throw the Texans on there. I think no. that's a, yeah. no. no. Oh, yeah, I'll put the Texans and the Jacks to tie. Oh yeah! Perfect. No. Well, actually, actually, no, no, no. Can you no, it pick? Was the, it, was it was the, the Chargers at Washington football team when Sam's yeah. tied. I'm gonna throw that in there. I'm gonna put ten cents on it. I'm gonna be rich. You don't need to put that in your parlay. You can just put a dollar on that. <laughs> that you would make no. like a hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's more fun to throw in a parlay. Yeah, you throw in the parlay, put ten cents on, you make like a million dollars. Probably not that much, but yeah, a lot. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will be back uh, next Tuesday uh, with all of the results from week one, uh, as well as... This is very late, but there was a, a user question. We can go by really quick on it. Well, well let, let, me, uh, let me finish my spiel. Ah, we'll oh, shit. Uh, so we'll, we'll be back with all the action from week one reviewed and, of course, answer all your amazing questions. Uh, and that we have all of our predictions for week two as well. We do have user question submissions you can find us at at the at idiots on the mic uh, uh on twitter feel free to dm us or tweet at us uh and you can also find me uh at my personal twitter at heathbar 90 or at delft dad actually it's brand new um so will what is our user question of the week this week we'll go real quick which team is going to take a big step back this year. The biggest step back. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go straight. Yeah, I think it's oh, the Steelers. Okay, I was going to say, okay. We should not include the Texans. Not the Texans, you, you, no. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I honestly, I was counting them as already having taken that step back. Yeah, um, they not, took that step back. All right, all right, now that we have that out of the way. Uh, the Steelers um, are a good pick. Uh, I think that the things could fall apart very quickly. Yep. Um down in pittsburgh uh but things could also go pretty well um ah this is tough this is tough I think oh th this is by michael moose by the way michael, michael moose. moose i'm michael moose yeah appreciate the question michael yeah. uh i think the team that takes the biggest step back this year is the dolphins i think oh, i was gonna say the dolphins too they are at a high risk i mean they finished I think like what eight and eight, and, and six. Ten and six. Ten and six. Oh my goodness! Yeah, even better. And they missed the playoffs. That's that's a tough pill to swallow. Welcome um, to the AFC, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, I just my think that they have a tough tough schedule, and also uh, if Tua doesn't pan out, things could go really badly. Yeah. And they're gonna get to Sean if Tua doesn't pan out. So don't worry. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> my pick is a surprising one. I think most people think that they will improve. Mine is the Chargers. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not right. really sure how it could go much worse than last year. Then third in the division, yeah. And also I mean, losing all of their defensive starters to injury. I think their defense will improve, but I think Justin Herbert will regress a little bit this year. And Interesting. They will take a step back, and it will surprise people. Plus, it's not like their division got any easier. That's true. They That's true. Really hard division. I, the only thing I would say to that, Sam, is I am very comfortable predicting that Justin Herbert takes a step back and the Chargers take a step forward in the win column because of the defense, because of the O-line yeah. improvements. Um, I, I just think that... And Austin Eckler being healthy, hopefully. Yeah, they may win more games, but I don't think they will be a better team than they were last year. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So, all right. Question, Mr. Moose. Yeah, I appreciate it. So thank you guys again for stopping by. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday as well. Hopefully we have some waiver advice for you as well. And, of course, our parlay pick of the week featured from Will. So, And hopefully the Chargers and the Washington football team tied. Yeah. Yeah. It, if that you know happens, what? Will's made big money and he's going to go <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It, if that <laughs> happens, we won't have a parlay pick of the week for you next week because Will will be gone. So, Yes. Uh, <laughs> come, to, come watch us. Uh, if you liked – the show please like and subscribe or leave us a review on whatever podcast listening platform you happen to listen to so have a good evening guys and best of luck in your week one matchups